in the process of going live, Anne. Oh, okay, right, okay. So I'll, I'll tick, got it, because it says this meeting is being live streamed, so. <laughs> okay. Okay, so yeah. mm -hmm. are you, we're, we're live, we're live on the internet, Anne, and welcome oh, to yeah. It's Not Rocket Science, Five Questions Over Coffee. Uh, I'm delighted to, to be joined today by Anne Morrison. Anne is, well, wow, Anne, you have such an impressive CV behind <laughs> it's just how good Anne is at this stuff. Hopefully. So, Anne, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast. Well, well, thank you for inviting me, Stuart. It's, uh... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Terrific, terrific. So um, let's just um, let's just start off with the, the obvious first question and 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 ask you um, what's the biggest challenge your ideal client uh, faces? As you said, I'm a therapist and coach, so um, the coaching side of things is more what I'm sort of developing and looking at um, at the moment um, and. In that context, um, I'm working with other women therapists who want to grow their own uh, thriving private practice. So that's my my market. Might be a bit too niche. I don't know. We'll find out. But at the moment, it's okay. So, <laughs> but that's no, helping them to really get over. A lot of them are transitioning from working part time, you know, it, as a therapist and working in a paid job, and then they're wanting to go full time. So that's quite a big step to do that to sort of hand in that notice and things, and then it's helping them sort of to grow their business and uh, and get things in place as well that they need yeah. to have. And it, and it, it's all about helping them to understand exactly how they do that and and build the confidence they need in order to make that happen. Yeah, confidence, and also the more practical steps, you know, about how much you charge, how you get clients which is always an issue when you're first starting out or trying to grow your business uh, and having that confidence to ask for referrals mm, and, mm. you know, create mutual support networks and things like that. So those are all things that we look at during um, the coaching uh, process. Brilliant. So, and you sort of started to describe this, Anna, and I guess uh, we can get into this in more detail, but what's the common mistake that they are making when they're trying to solve that problem without getting the help of experience behind them? And, and, and often that sort of, you know, well, you know, if you were going to try and do that, you wouldn't have started from where you are sort of you know, point. I think a lot of people, myself included when I first started out, underestimate how long that can take to do to actually get to that point where you are able to live comfortably and one of the mistakes is, I think, um, well, there's a lot, obviously, but some of it also is about how they think about themselves as well. It's that having that mm -hmm. confidence in, the, in their abilities, because they do have the ability. They probably do know how to budget. They probably do know how to cost things. They do know how to, to manage things. But when you're working for yourself, as opposed to working as an employee, it can be a, a very different context because there's only really you there. So it's about uh, finding that um ability to trust yourself and look at the processes you need to have in place and get those basics in place yeah yeah i i often talk to my clients who are, who are obviously um business people who are trying to sort themselves out as much as anything and you, you often hear people who are you are running a company they have so many distractions and so many things they need to focus on and so much that has to happen they're often finding themselves going in 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 two or three or even 20 different directions and, and, I, and I constantly say to them, look, you need to focus. I, I particularly like getting an early morning routine. I particularly like having people with a sort of routine that they sort of stick to. But I sort of say to them, look, if you can by 11 o'clock in the morning have achieved the one big thing that will move your business forward today, the rest of the day 
is yours. You can use it to fight fires. You can you can go out and, and relax, but you have to focus on that one big thing. And, and getting that focus on the one big thing is often the difficult thing for somebody who's never had to sort of run a business before to, to get their head around, isn't it? It is. And even, you know, I, I, I have been, excuse me, self-employed many, many years ago. And that taught me a lot. I didn't last very long because I was doing network, knitwear design and things like that. And it was fun and I enjoyed it and I learned a lot. And I think one of the things that comes out is, as you say, yes, those systems. One of the things that being a therapist is, is obviously, you know, your day is sort of planned because you have appointments. And whether that's online or face to face. So that in a way is sort of quite straightforward in, once you've got them. But it's the rest of that. that How do you fit that around the marketing, you know, the family life, that social side of things? <coughs> Excuse me. And um, that sense of um, being the face of the business can be difficult mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that people train as therapists because they want to help people. What we find is once we've done that, we actually need to become sort of marketeers and business people you know, chasing invoices if you're working with companies, for instance, or you are you know, managing, uh, if you have a, an asset, uh, any assistance, a VA possibly, as you get a bit, bit, a bit bigger to help with appointments and things like that, or if you have a physical office that you use, you know, you might have a receptionist. So there's all that aspect that comes into it as well as you, as you perhaps grow your business as well. Yeah, yeah, lots of things to think about. So, so we often talk about this on it's not rocket science. It's it's about the valuable free action or the valuable free resource that that you can use today to sort of you know get people to focus on something. What's the valuable free action or free resource that you'd like to offer people listening now to help them get that thing done that they need to do today? Well, I have a uh, an infographic which takes you through the sort of seven areas that you need to have things in place for, and there's a sort of tip or an idea in each of those that might just jog people's ideas and think, oh, actually, yes, I could do that. Or I, well, I hadn't thought about doing that. So that that's uh, available from my um, my website and I can give you the link for that. So And and, and, and I'm guessing even now people are thinking to themselves, I want to know what that link is. So spell it out for us. Oh, <laughs> I haven't got that with me. Um, ah. <laughs> you've caught me out. Um, it's... Well, okay. it, I'll, I'll, it, I'll have to I'll have to it's a I'll have it to will be I promise immediately after this <laughs> we will put that link into the comments below this on Facebook and YouTube and uh and and LinkedIn so that uh, you can go straight to that link but well, just give us your website and so that people well, the website can... is is uh, annemorrisoncoaching.com that's annemorrisoncoaching.com all one word yes and I'm and Anne with an E <laughs> and how do we spell Anne and Morrison I was going to say so yeah Anne that's it yes a-N-N-E, Morrison, double, uh, with double R, says M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N, yeah. There, there are, names are one of those things I've learned in the past, and that people will turn around and go, no, it's spelled the other way. And you think, well, there are about three different ways I could spell that <laughs> personally, so let's just make sure we get that. Yeah. So what's the, the, the concept of the book or the programme that's been most impactful in your experience? The concept, I, I mean, there's lots of, I mean, apart from the, the therapy training course, which is, you know, huge impact, because you're obviously, I hadn't quite realised this when I went into therapy training, that you actually do a lot of work on yourself, unsurprisingly, <laughs> but it hadn't sort of clicked when I thought, oh, yes, I'm going to train as be a coach, and then doing the other therapies. But apart from that, which had a huge impact, one of the things when I first started working as a, as a coach in sort of 2002, 2003, a long time ago now, um, was I joined a, a, a well-known networking and referral organisation. I can say the, t- the title if you want. I mean, I'm sure you've heard of them. I, I, I'm sure we can all guess. There yeah. are many of them. 
there are many of them. This is this is this was the first and the biggest. Um, and I joined that organization. And whilst you know, at that time coaching, and I was living in Scotland at the time, coaching wasn't really well known. And people were saying, people pay you for doing that. And ooh, that's you know. So a lot of the time was spent educating about, about coaching. Anyway, I joined this organization. And whilst I did get some referrals, um, what I did learn from it was actually how to hone my message, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. get get out there what I was wanting to work with and who I was wanting to work with. And also the concept of, uh, and again, this will certainly tell people probably what the organization is if they've been a member, about giver's gain and about creating that sort of network of mutual support. Um, and that actually, you know, ha has helped a lot in how I've developed my business. So for instance, when I was first looking for office space, rather than just getting an office on my own or well now you know, mainly working online, but um, I, I looked for an office that I could hire within another practice. So I actually worked within a chiropractor clinic and I used a room there. So that allowed me to get referrals from people who, who were coming in to see the chiropractor and from the chiropractor themselves. And, and so that type of thing was informed by, I suppose, this idea of setting up networks and also then setting up connections with other therapists, potentially, and other businesses who might serve my client group. And it's, that's a really, it's a really powerful technique, isn't it? To yeah. find people who are looking at the same audience or the same uh, target market as you and work together. I, mean, I, I, I know it's I know it's a difficult concept for a number of business people to get their heads around because they'll say, well, you know, they'll steal the customers. But uh, it was a, a sales mentor of mine many years ago who said to me, you know, Stuart, you, you keep talking about the fact that we're both reaching for the same orange, but I want the flesh and you want the skin. So why don't we work <laughs> together? And I looked at him and went, oh, it's a brilliant concept. And he went, it's been true for years, but people don't look at it like that. They don't think about how to, to work with other people. They think that, they, that it's a, it's a zero-sum game. If I win, you lose. But in actual fact, there are so many ways in which we can both win. And it's a concept you have to get. You have to start to think more deeply about when you are trying to form the relationships that you've just been talking about, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And certainly something that's, you know, that I work, work with clients with about helping them to um, think about who they might... That, pool of people might be but also yeah. how they can then educate them because that that's I think that's sometimes the thing especially within the networking and referral um pool that you know people yes I can give referrals and yes the people can give me referrals then they almost forget about that education side of it and helping yeah. people to you know what to listen for and how to ask and how to promote them education of of, of not only your audience, but also the people who can help you reach that audience is absolutely critical. Mm -hmm. So we spend a bit of time doing that. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I love it. And I, and I think it's a very wise thing, you know, for you to sort of focus on a little bit with people that are in that sort of space, because coaching is a difficult thing to get their head around, often, mm -hmm. isn't it? And, and explaining what it's going to do for somebody is absolutely critical. Yeah. I, yeah. And we, we, you know, we obviously do look at other things like money mindset and how they Again, an issue for therapists is I'm a caring person. I shouldn't yeah, charge a lot yeah. of money for my yeah. services. <laughs> um, but, you know, no one wants to work with a starving therapist. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you're worried about where the next bill's coming from, um, you know, that, that can be an issue too. So we also you know, we, we work on the whole area of, of being self-employed in a way and, and working for yourself. 
I love it. I love it. Well, uh, fascinating. And we could talk forever, but I guess we ought not to. Um, so the final thing that I really need to pose to you is, um, you know, this is my get out of jail free card. Um, what's the question that I should have asked you um, that I haven't? And, and, and what's, what's the answer? So don't just give us the question and leave us hanging. Actually, tell us what the answer to that one is. Okay. Well, I was, you, know, you, you did you, kindly let me know a bit about the questions beforehand. Um, and I was thinking about this, oh gosh, what, you know, what could that be? Um, and I think one of them, particularly, you know, with therapists and counsellors is about burnout, mm-hmm. is how to prevent burnout as a self-employed therapist or counsellor. And I, I guess it also applies to many self-employed people, not just um, in the therapy field. And it was about perhaps how to avoid that. And I think that's an important area as well, is, to, is self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, Brilliant because you know that might and, and it again it depends what self-care is for that person but it, it is things like you, know, you said about having a routine which is helpful to have um it's also about blocking time in for you in your diary and it's like people go what do you put leisure time in your diary well yeah because otherwise it get it gets ignored yeah so it's yes. and that's also having things that you might like to do and, and often and this came from when i was working with um clients on on uh, weight issues um, you have like a pamper list of things that they can do if they're if they're trying to not come to eat there's some, something else that they can go and do um, so that might be just reading a magazine that they enjoy or you know having a nice cup of coffee and making that a nice occasion or it might be um, you know planning something longer term so I was sort of thinking about that and I think well actually let's apply that to us as, as therapists is well what other things can you do even if it's just a small thing and for some people that might be taking two or three minutes just to to meditate if that's what they like doing it might be just going for a walk around where they live for a short walk um it could be you know just changing their state standing up and doing some yoga exercises and breathing or stretching exercises and or it could be planning longer term holidays and breaks and things like that that they can take so there's lots of different things but i think certainly therapist burnout or burnout as a self-employed person is a, a real issue i i love that and i think you're absolutely right we far too frequently forget to book that appointment with ourselves mm. and we allow client administration marketing to take those time slots and eventually suddenly realize we haven't actually taken care of ourselves. And you can't, you know, a bit like the, a bit like the, the thing on an airplane when they turn around and say, put your own oxygen mask on before you help somebody else. Mm. You can't help other people if you're burnt out because you've been so busy trying to help other people. Mm. You have got to be top of your game and fresh. And that means taking time for yourself. It does. And a lot of therapists, because they you know got into it because they wanted to help people. And again, it, I suppose it depends on, on levels of empathy or however you want to describe it. But I know when I was doing my training, one of the, my trainers, you know, was saying and, and telling me and, and those in, the, in that group, you know, we're not, if you imagine your problems and issues as sort of black bags or a suitcase or something like that, you know, we're not there to carry other people's suitcases for them. We're there to help them empty that suitcase and then get rid of it or carry it more likely and more easily. And yeah. I think sometimes a lot of um, counsellors and therapists actually end up carrying the load of the client issues and that's really not what we're there for and i love it and i i'm so grateful you know that with so much discussion about mental health at the moment you've brought that back to mind 
um, take time to be a friend to yourself in order to make sure that you're there to, to support your clients, your customers, and, and those people who you love. Um, brilliant. Thank you very much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate your time. Um, and uh, it's Anne with an E, Morrison with two R's, coaching.com. Go there, get the, the wonderful stuff that Anne's got. You'll see she's got a fantastic history uh, and understanding of all things to do with coaching. Um, really quite most impressive and I've got, to, I've got to be honest I have got so much admiration for the amount of training and everything you've done really appreciate you being on today and thank you so much for your time isn't uh, everyone if you would like to see more of what we're doing here on these podcasts if you go to tca.fyi that's tca.fyi forward slash newsletter uh, so, sorry forward slash subscribe you will see you've got a, a, a form that you can sign up to get notifications when we do these and if you're interested in being guest uh, go to link.thecompleteapproach.co.uk that's link.thecompleteapproach.co.uk forward slash be a guest be a guest b-e-a-g-u-e-s-t and that will get you the information of how you uh, get onto these and i really appreciate your time thank you so much for being with us today uh, I wish you all the success with everything you're doing. And really, uh, people, I can't, I can't thank you enough for reminding us to take some time out today to be a friend to ourselves. Thank you very much, Stuart, for inviting me. No problem. Thank you very much indeed, Anne. Thank you very much. Be Bye. Bye.